Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new On My Mind podcast. This one is going to be a little bit different. I feel like I have to preface this because, first of all, I have a very exciting guest with me. And second of all, we are recording this at a brisk 12 a.m. It is midnight. I, like, don't do this. And I also never not plan my episodes. Usually, I have, like, you know, I have my little notebook. I have a rough idea of what I'm going to do, but... I have this guest here with me and I don't know, our thoughts were flowing, our conversations were flowing. We were like in the car and we were like, let's record a podcast. So that's what this week's episode is going to be. And I think you guys are really going to like it. I go, I'm having on a dear friend of mine who I've known for a total of 36 hours. Her name is my fam. I'm sure you've heard of her. She is in the lifestyle category on YouTube, just like me. And we have known each other for quite a long time, but this is our first time like actually getting to hang out and meet. And it's been so much fun. She is absolutely killing the game. If you don't follow her on YouTube, you should definitely check her out. She is just amazing. I love her personality. I think you guys are going to love what she has to say. And this is also her first podcast episode, so it's going to be really fun. We're just going to talk about whatever comes to mind. Like I said, I don't really have anything on my mind to talk about, so we will just see what comes up. She's been in the YouTube game for a really long time, even longer than me. I've been doing it for like eight years. I think she's on year like 10, 11, which is super, super cool. She's 19 years old, lives in New York City. She grew up in Canada, has moved all over the place. I'm super excited to have her on and I'm excited to hear everything on her mind. Let's welcome Mai to the On My Mind podcast. Hi. Oh my God. This is so weird hearing myself for the first time. <laughs> not going to lie. Oh my gosh. It's this an is experience. So crazy. I know. I go, welcome queen. Thanks for making your debut into like the podcast world here. Oh my gosh. So I don't think you guys know this, but everyone that saw our Instagram stories of us together was like, oh my gosh, my two worlds colliding. Like I never expected <laughs> this. And guess what? We didn't expect it either. Cause not going to lie. Literally. I just DM'd her out of nowhere. And I was like, hi, um, so do you want to collab? Because I'll come to Honolulu for you. And she was like, okay. And I've known her for not even 36 hours and I fly out tomorrow, but I'm excited. No, why did I not see that coming? Like I knew you, well, you, I didn't know you were coming to the islands in general. And I get this DM and within a matter of like 24 hours, she's sleeping next to me in my bed <laughs> no but tell me why we hit it off like not gonna so lie good. sometimes I get really bad social anxiety meeting other influencers but with her I feel like I've known her for so long like an hour into us hanging out we sat in silence so comfortably and it's like you know when you do That's that with a friend know. yeah that is it's crazy because I so many times I've like stopped myself from experiencing opportunities or like hanging out with people because of that feeling of being nervous and like you know, if you don't know someone, it's un it can be uncomfortable. And so when you said that, I was like, dude, I have been wanting to hang out with you for so long. Like, this is my time to shine. Like, I have been waiting for this friendship to brew. We actually met three years ago. I don't know if it was Playlist Live or VidCon. And we met. It was really messy. Yeah, there was that was when a whole situation. <laughs> We've rewritten the narrative. And now. No, but it's been good. 36 we, hours later, we're like, mm -hmm. we're killing it. We've been talking <laughs> nonstop about everything. And we were like, wait, wouldn't this be such a good podcast episode because we've talked about you know when you don't know when you can open up to people yes right away we just started talking about anything and everything i used to always be the type of person who like okay what am i when i'm meeting a new person i'm like what am i gonna say to them like ah when i knew you were coming i was like you know what i just have a really good feeling about this like it's so interesting because i feel like your personality is so different from mine. Like you're, well, we'll talk about this later. Like you seem super outgoing and like, I don't know, I'm a little more maybe on like the opposite end where I'm like a little more comp, but I have, I have that fire in me, mm -hmm. but it takes like the right person to bring that out. And yeah. it's so like interesting. Like 
seeing our personalities mesh yeah Mm -hmm. this has kind of been like an instant friendship that's honestly what i love about what we do because i feel like you have built-in friends it's amazing and i don't know my i just want you to like introduce yourself there's no way you guys listening don't know who she is but you just moved to a new city you're literally 19 and you have this like new life now how has that been honestly i've moved to a lot of different cities alone and it's definitely scary but it's so crazy because new york is like such a big city and it feels so daunting but if anything i feel like i felt the most myself and at home in New York so I've been really liking it also I just want to say when you were like oh it's so easy to make friends like doing this I'm just like well yeah how do you make friends once you're out of high school out of like college or whatever and you're just living on your own in a new city like how do you even make friends is my question so I'm so glad that we're friends that's crazy well you lived in LA for what like three four years so I moved out when I was 15 and I moved out to a city like about two hours away from where my parents lived and then after that I actually moved like three hours away with my best friend I've like lived with my boyfriend at one point and then I moved to another country so I moved from Canada to the U.S. when I was 17 and I lived in LA alone for a year and now I just moved to New York so I think that's like wow. six or five times moving in the past like two and you were literally years. a child <laughs> yeah I feel like I mean the trauma built the personality you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> I go oh but like life experiences like <laughs> Hey, I mean, the way you are now, it's the things, things like that, that shape you. So, I mean, shitty things suck, but like in the grand scheme of things, when I look back at shitty things that happened, I'm like, girl, that literally shaped you. Bye. Right. And I feel like with a lot of things, you're really scared to see what happens in the future. And when I was younger and I was like moving away from my parents and stuff like that, I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew that whatever I needed to know to get me through it, I would learn on the way there. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't just keep holding back and waiting for the perfect time because everything that I need to know, I will learn on the way there. And I feel like that's what kind of made me do the jump and like finally like leave my situation and just like see what else is better for me out there. And I'm so glad I did. And obviously there was a lot of like ups and downs, but it also got me to like the place where I am today you know wow that was so deep (laughs) no that's so true I mean it's crazy because when I first met you I was like I just got well obviously you're very independent Mm -hmm. and I was like oh she must be an only child because typically like only children are more independent like Mm -hmm. that's kind of just like the mo and it's just crazy me because you have lived on your own for so long to the point where I am 21 Maya's 19 not that like age matters but it's crazy because like while she's been staying with me, I'm learning shit about like living alone. No, but I feel like and we're I'm both like, learning what? together. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm just like, yo, like you may just be learning how to like do this and this, but I was literally there just a couple years ago. I know exactly what you mean when you order out food because I did the same thing. You know what I mean? Like it's convenient, but everything that like I know today living alone, it's because I went through the phase of moving out for the first time and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like you just go through so much trial and error that it is trial you, like, and error get to a point like this is my what like fourth year living alone now and i finally like low-key got a grip (laughs) on it and like don't have like a depression room that i have to clean it's been (gasps) good depression room at 2 a.m goodbye everyone's got a messy room you know what i mean but like no one just wants to show that like the lasagna Mm -hmm. that they had on their table you know no you're definitely one of like ew i hate I feel like the word authentic gets so overly used but like you and your videos it is just i don't know it's like refreshing i mean I that's how I feel watching them I know a lot of people would like agree with me but it's crazy because there's this almost like mold I feel like for Mm -hmm. the perfect influencer like the recipe to be like what an influencer means and Mm -hmm. I just feel like you 
have made like your own mold you're killing it queen oh my gosh no you guys i literally was ava's like biggest fan she actually (gasps) made me like start an era of my youtube channel back when i was like 10 to like 14 years old i used to watch her volleyball vlogs because she's like two years older than me so when i was in middle school she was in high school and i remember watching her vlogs and being like that's what i want to do and i actually did volleyball vlogs because of ava so like when ava was at like a million subscribers i literally had basically none and i was a, a fan of her and now she's past me yeah oh no, i'm so proud of you i like girl i'm so proud of you i mean first of all that's nuts that like we've technically like known each other for a while because I've watched you for a long time yeah too. no I it's so like, watched every single one of Ava's videos and I have been since I was a kid so like this is a full circle moment guys and also she's just as sweet as she is in her videos <laughs> so just thought I need sometimes, to say that sometimes it we depends. love Ava sometimes a Scorpio pops out <laughs> uh, it's fine and like I would like to take a five percent cut because I'm the reason you started no for real <laughs> like go, where would please. I be without Ava Jules directing my volleyball vlogs being like hey guys what's in my volleyball bag today bye with my selfie stick an iPhone 4? No, because I literally replicated your vo- what's in my volleyball bags. <gasps> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Honestly, we owe it. We owe it to Bieber because For I real. started because of Justin Bieber. And if my, you know what? It's all a chain reaction. You know what's crazy? The f- butterfly effect. I don't know if you ever think about it, but like someone making one decision. Okay, I'm not going to get this into this now because I can't. Yeah, I we literally, would literally my talk brain for hours. Is, okay. My brain is not there yet. But I do have a question to ask you. On a deeper note, do you feel like you had to kind of grow up quickly because usually I mean your timeline I feel like was so quick compared to the average you know like timeline Mm -hmm. even just like being around you it's you have this like maturity you have this sense around you that's like oh like she's experienced some really cool stuff for your age it's just crazy like do you feel like you had to grow up quickly due to you know whatever reason you moved out super young and even leaving high school and like just all that stuff that you went through super young. Yeah, I do feel like I had to grow up fast, but it's like I didn't really know any better since I never really had that perfect like childhood that I see all my friends have. But it's not like I think back in time and I'm like, I wish I could change this and I wish that never happened because obviously everything that happened to me is, you know, where I am today and everything like that. But at the same time, it just made me like kind of have more drive to like do what I do because if you don't know, I always like knew when I was a kid that I wanted to do something in entertainment or like be a YouTuber or be that like light for somebody because when I was a kid that was my light because like I just didn't really like go I wasn't allowed to do the things like a normal kid would do so I wanted to be that for somebody and it kind of drive me further and further to pursue it with like the passion that I feel like I do now because it's kind of what I guess oh my gosh this is getting so deep I'm so no queen this is on my mind put a trigger warning on this no because like it just kind of gave me hope for what I wanted to do in the future because I feel like as a kid like sometimes you don't feel like you don't know what you're gonna do and stuff like that and it just makes you feel like you don't know where you're going and that can be a really scary thing so for me knowing that like YouTube was what I wanted to do growing up it was like my drive to move out and like finally do things on my own and you know be able to travel the world like everyone else that I saw did and it kind of made me push myself to the limits so that I wouldn't get stuck in my own head I guess as a kid so yeah I do feel like I grew up fast but I also feel like it pushed me to where I am today and I think that everything that happened to me really worked out for me you know what I mean and I don't like to Mm -hmm. think about how I could change my past I think about how I can compare to where I used to be and then see where I am now and kind of that drastic comparison is really nice to see at times though because it just shows you how much work you put in wow I mean again it's like the butterfly effect Mm -hmm. because who knows if certain circumstances were different how things would have changed it's so crazy to me how so many people who started youtube kind of when we did and they've been in the game for a while have such interesting 
stories to why they started because we were talking about this at dinner, Maya and I. And Maya and I? <laughs> wait, yeah. I? Maya and no, me? Ma- wait, wait. Saw- when Maya and I were at dinner, we were talking about how kind of like wholesome our starts were with this whole journey that we're on because when we started, there was no money involved. Like, it was not a job. Absolutely and nothing. And even it was even like up until two years ago, if you were an influencer, you that was like a shame. And it was a joke. Like and you it was would a get joke. Bullied yeah. Would, you know what I mean? But I feel like now scrolling through TikTok, all I see is like, you know, you got to be on the hustle to quit your nine to five mm-hmm. with all this stuff. And it's just a crazy different change to see how people's mindset shifts on like the influencer culture. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that all being said, I want to get into like the juicy stuff. You know, okay. the girl talk why does that like make me cringe girl talk (laughs) but i'm sorry that's what i'm titling this goodbye 12 a.m girl talk where do we start the the amount of topics that we have covered in the last 36 hours is astonishing Mm -hmm. i feel like we've tried to fit in so many years of friendship into a literal two night (laughs) sleepover and we're like it's working though it's working no it is it really is it's doing its thing um (laughs) where do we start i feel like high school is a good place to start oh yeah i go so do you want to talk about the whole thing boys you go, boys? I'm boys? like, I guess. So, wait, did we have that in common that we were both like attention hungry? And oh, validation? Wow. Yes, let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> I think we were just talking about how, I don't know about you, but for me growing up, oh my God, why do I get so deep with everything once I close my eyes? Oh, no, literally. <laughs> I we feel have- like I'm literally talking <laughs> to my YouTube camera right now with nobody in the room. That's, That's okay. Th- how I feel. No, this is like a little therapy session, to be honest. I'm like, I've been dying to talk about no, this. No, for real. That's why I'm like, there's a reason why my footage is two hours long because yeah. I will talk and talk and talk and talk. My That's bad. what podcasts are for. Okay. I don't know about you, but especially as a kid growing up, I got no attention from boys, like zero attention from boys mm-hmm. at all. And that went on into high school. How about you? I don't remember being highly desired when i was mm-hmm. young i can't I, I don't think i was ever like you know tease like eh, whatever i remember kind of always having crushing uh, crushes on boys but they wouldn't really like me back i don't know it was just amplified in high school because everything in high school is so much more intense and everything just feels magnified like all your emotions your feelings and unfortunately um, my boy issues really came to fruition <laughs> in my high school years. We were kind of talking about it earlier, but I was basically just telling my how for some reason, I don't know what really caused this for me. I loved male attention and like validation. I didn't have a super low ego or anything. I was never super like mean to myself or had doubts. I thought I was cute. I knew I was like smart and stuff. I had pretty okay confidence nothing crazy but for some reason if a boy told me he thought i was pretty versus if i thought i was pretty that was like more that meant more to me coming from someone else who literally ew i got treated like shit y'all no <laughs> i feel like high school boys <laughs> where were do i not go? the best i've had issues with boys before like i've had some traumatizing experiences but what i think it is is that unfortunately almost it's like almost the woman condition the typical girl condition to crave that because I've met more people that feel the same way than that haven't. I don't think I've ever met a girl who in high school wasn't like obsessed with boy attention. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we were teenagers and our hormones were hormones. Hormoning. I go, oh, like, that'll explain it. Yeah. 
We're about to hop into some really good topics and open up quite a few conversations in this episode, and I'm so excited to say that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Something that I've been struggling with lately has been burnout, and I've been trying to avoid it and do my best to keep pushing forward, but sometimes life can be overwhelming, and many people are burnt out without even realizing it. Personally, when I'm feeling that, I experience extreme lack of motivation and and just overall tiredness, but other symptoms can include feeling helpless, trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. Usually burnout happens to me when I don't create enough balance in my life, and I feel like when I'm so engulfed in work, I don't give myself enough me time, and I just crumble. I feel like we associate burnout with just work, but even our roles in everyday life can lead to it. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself because talking through these feelings with someone is so, so helpful. I think therapy is so beneficial. I've had great experiences with it and sometimes it's hard to open up to people in your actual life whether it's your family or friends and so talking through it with a the therapist is great because you can talk about it with someone who won't judge you is out of the you know equation it's not someone who knows you like in real life better help is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours on my mind listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com mind that's better h-e-l-p.com mind definitely go check it out I have quite a deep question for you. Okay. <laughs> I love to get deep. Ew, that was disgusting. I go, But no, I'm going to apologize to the viewers right now. I know that if you're doing your 12, 330, you're like, whoa, why is it getting like this? But, I know everyone on their hawker walk. <laughs> right? They're like, oh, why did we keep why did that trigger babe. something? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. The deep question. Let's do it. What is something that people on the internet don't know about you? If there's nothing that comes to mind. Well, oh, <laughs> Honestly, it's like, I feel like obviously YouTube has seen me grow up since I've been doing it for since I was like a child. But at the same time, there was there's so many loopholes in my story that I feel like a lot of people like are confused about because they're like, oh, my God, what do you mean you dropped out of high school? How did you move out at this age? There must have been a reason and all this stuff. And they're like, where are your parents? Like, where are your siblings? But it's like I share so much online, I feel like. But at the same time, a lot of my past is in the past. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's honestly quite a bit that I haven't shared yet. But I'm like, okay, wait, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a good answer. No, I literally just straight up like, yeah, yeah. no shit, bitch. Like everyone has a past. Yeah. No, I get that Um, though, because it's definitely hard to create boundaries when you have a life online with like what you keep private and what you don't. mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like when you see your favorite YouTuber break up with their boyfriend and like no one has explanation, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get it. You know what I mean? So I get that. Anyway, please get to the this get to the chase, Mai. This isn't deep, but something that YouTube doesn't know about me is I feel like I get these comments all the time where it's like, my, I love your confidence. Like, I love how you don't care about what people think. Like, mm. you're just so yourself and it's so freeing. But I don't think people realize that back in high school, middle school, growing up, I got no attention. So I was that, like annoying, negative, loud kid that thought everyone was out to get them. And I was so unconfident. I was in a way loud to just like overcompensate Mm -hmm. for everything. And I was not the kind, happy person that you see now. Like, I feel like I'm a completely different person from even like three years ago when I was like 16, 15. But the way I act now is not how I used to be. And it took a lot of me wanting to change myself because I hated myself so badly that I couldn't like stand the fact that I didn't have friends anymore. I couldn't stand the fact that nobody liked me anymore that I literally had to be like, oh my gosh, what have I done? And it just made me want to change to be a better person that people would actually enjoy to be around. So I had to stop being so negative. I had to stop 
complaining about everything. I had to start being a nicer person. But I think that everyone thinks that I was just always the way I am now. She's I, evolved. Yeah, I've evolved. I yeah. feel like a lot. But I think something for me is I don't want people to like watch my videos and then be like... Have this false yeah, and narrative be like, about you. Oh my gosh, like I wish I could be that because... I was not always the person that I am. And I'm not trying to say that like I'm perfect or anything, but I just feel like positivity and stuff like that was not truly who I grew up being, if that makes sense. It is not normal to have your most formative years, which is like your teenage years, essentially, when you're young, to have that broadcasted yeah. to an audience and have that dissected. So I totally get that. Do you have anything that really changed your mindset and like perspective with your confidence? Like, do you, did you have anything in particular that really made a difference for you? Or was it like a slow climb? Was it something that happened that really made you change a lot? Or do you think it was just slowly but surely? I don't know if anybody else feels like this, but some of my closest friends I feel like are the people that inspire me the most and I think that that's super important to have but it was just I kind of clicked that I realized that all these people that you know I loved being around I would always be like wait why does everyone else want to be friends with them like how do they have so many friends you know what I mean like why can't I be like that and I really slowly started to like look at their traits and I was like wow they're so just genuinely kind to people they're always just such a good listener um and they're always just there for people and I was like am I not that for people and it made me realize that you know maybe the world isn't out to get me maybe it's like me myself that I need to change like like nothing external is going to change if I don't want to change myself if that makes sense it's the way I view things so I can't stop like I can't just look at myself and be like oh poor me I don't have friends you know what I mean I really had to mm -hmm. to work on myself to be that person that had those friends you know it takes a lot to do that inner work and dissect yourself like that because that probably was brutal to realize that, you know, because mm -hmm. in our heads, we all want to think we're the best. Mm -hmm. So go you for kind of like doing that inner work and getting to where you are now. I mean, it's a constant journey. Like, are we ever going to be super? Oh my gosh, no. I don't. Mm -mm. It's crazy because even when I talk about like body stuff, confidence, y'all, I still struggle with it too. Mm -hmm. You know, even though it's kind of like unrelated to what you were saying, but we're always, I don't know, hopefully getting better as we get older I feel like that's kind of inevitable right <laughs> yeah I feel like we're always like changing and you know yeah evolving and like there's never going to be a point where we're, like we should stop seeking to like be better and like be more confident and like just be more assured in ourselves because I genuinely feel like in a way self-care and like self-help is a service to other people because when you're flourishing mm -hmm. and you're confident in your own body you're confident in your personality you like know the positive energy you're bringing to a room it reflects to others but when you're down on yourself and you're beating yourself up that also reflects onto others you know what I mean so in a way it's like when you work on yourself you also can have space for other people and be there to listen to them you know what I mean because you are so okay with yourself that's so true I mean even just the progress that I've made personally, I notice my relationships have gotten better. Mm -hmm. Like my my relationship with my boyfriend has gotten better because it's crazy. I mean, we started dating three years ago and three years ago, I was not where I am now with confidence and accepting myself and all of that stuff. And I remember I used to rely on him so much to feed me that, whether it was compliments or, you know, just always relying on him to kind of lift me up. And over the past few years, I've been, you know, getting better and doing that inner work and really starting to finally accept myself and love myself and be confident and truly embody all that I want to be with that kind of stuff. And our relationship has gotten so much better because I would get mad at him if he wasn't feeding me enough compliments and it would just start so many unnecessary fights because I felt so shitty mm -hmm. and you just can't rely on other people to fix that for you. And it's just crazy how now that I feel 
the way I feel. My friendships have changed. My relationships change. It just, it does reflect on other people, like who you are. It's wild. Yeah, because I feel like when you, especially I feel like with boys in high school, I did this. When you put your confidence in somebody else, it's like you, you're you never guaranteed that somebody's going to be consistent or anything like that. And it's like, I guess when you put your confidence in external things and other things outside of yourself, that can kind of get ripped away from you at any moment. And that also makes it so that you are codependent on people. And you know what I mean? You're expecting attention from this boy and you're essentially just doing things for other people. But I feel like for me, I still have so many insecurities, but I'm a lot more confident than I used to be before. I used to hate my appearance and I genuinely like couldn't even look at myself in the mirror without crying. And it's it was that bad, but I then kind of have just been slowly, you know, gaining more confidence. And I think that one of the biggest things for me was realizing, you know, when I meet somebody, what is the thing that makes me be like, wow, they were a great person. It's the way that they made you feel. You know what I mean? You never think, wow, they were so attractive. I love them. It's more like, wait, how did that person make me feel after I left that conversation? You know what I mean? Once I kind of realize that all the best people in my life it's just because they are genuinely a good person I was like I can work on the things inside of me and like let's say my hobbies um like if I think that I'm really good at playing guitar or something like that that is confidence in something that nobody else can take away and it's not like I'm saying oh my gosh I put so much confidence in my lips or in my eyes you know I think they're really pretty I feel like when you put your confidence in also you know your physical appearance which is okay but at the same time what if you wake up one morning it's changing and bloated you know it's what I mean it's always gonna change it's always gonna change your body is constantly changing and some things you can't change about yourself but when it's in your hobbies that could never be ripped away from you that is something that's so unique to you you know what I mean and you could say that you're super passionate about cooking and you are really good at doing this you know what I mean those are cool things that you can have a good conversation to somebody about and I don't know about you but like when somebody is really passionate about the things they do that's like one of the most attractive and confident things to me that is such an interesting perspective I never thought of that like that if you were to tell me you look so pretty right now I'd be like thank you but if you were to tell me like your personality shines so bright I'd Mm -hmm. probably sob you know what I mean and so it's so hard I know it's really hard not to place all your value and how you look but I, I promise I've I've been there. I mean, I still get there now. You know, it's not always just this upwards trajectory of suddenly you love your body forever and ever and that's it. You know, it's going to fluctuate. And especially as women, your body changes a lot as you get older. You can't expect to look like how you looked when you were 16. And that's something that I have had to come to terms with. My, I don't know if you've felt like this before, but if you like, have you ever looked at old pictures of yourself and been like, ah. Yeah. What? I was so small. But at the time, you're like, ah, I don't like myself. But then you look right? back. Mm, it's crazy. I don't know how we got here to this conversation, but. Yeah. I love that. Like, we're like just talking. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Wait, should we talk about our experience tonight? <laughs> I don't go to Waikiki often. If you know what Waikiki is, it is like the tourist hub of Oahu. Basically of like all the Hawaiian Islands. It, you know what Waikiki is. You've yes. probably been there. I've been to Waikiki like mm. two, three times. I don't go often, but tonight I was like, you know, it's kind of the vibe. Like my friend is here. Girls night. We'll have a fun dinner. Whatever. The first situation wasn't that bad. Is it bad to talk about a waiter on a podcast? She No, well, <laughs> I just think wow sometimes when you give a guy breadcrumbs and you're literally just being nice they take it and run and then suddenly they're giving you their instagram and free pie right (laughs) 
and he was like oh yeah i put my instagram down there for you for you guys so that you know if you guys wanted to like follow me on instagram talk oh and by the way i put it in both receipts i go uh, <laughs> okay. sorry you have no, 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 no. like and then he was like oh yeah i have this thing at like six o'clock tomorrow if you guys want to come by and all this stuff i just go and no I was like, it just sucks because i feel like this also applies to other situations with men but we were genuinely being polite he was our server obviously we're going to be super polite and sometimes guys take that the wrong way and they take it and gallop and sprint with it so i was in maui alone for five days um just traveling alone and i was there and i was sitting on the beach minding my own business my first day that i was there and obviously i was alone and after i get up to go put my beach chair away the worker was like hey i can grab that for you and i was like oh my gosh thank you so much like i appreciate it and then he was like oh like i just seen that you were sitting there all alone all day like are you traveling alone Mm. and i was like oh no like my friends live on the island because i didn't want to say that i'm traveling alone yeah and he was like oh well like uh my name is I don't Chad, if you want to like get drinks tonight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, like, thank you. And like, I walked away and I was like, okay, that's kind of really uncomfortable because now I'm trying to avoid him this whole trip. Right. And then I go out and sit again, but this time it's like nighttime and he had to like grab the chairs because they had to pack up. He was like, I'm so sorry. I hate to do this, but like, I need to pack up the chairs. And I was like, oh no, it's all good. And he was like, I hate to ruin your fun. And I was like, oh no, like, it's okay. And he literally stood there like kind of behind me and he was like, oh, I feel so bad though. And I was like, no, like, trust me, like, it's okay. And he was like, I can make it up to you tonight though. And I was like, no, like, it's okay. And I was like, you, like, that's so uncomfortable. Like, mm. I'm a female traveling alone. And I thought it was just me, but I overheard him talking to another female solo traveler being like, oh, like, let's get drinks tonight. And I'm like, that is so uncomfortable and he, for you no. to do that as a worker. Yeah. Most men, like, don't understand the boundary and they mm-hmm. don't catch the vibe. They don't catch the hint. Hello? Right? Uh, it's mistake, so uncomfy. Like, saying thank yous and kindness <gasps> for flirting. Oh, that's what I mean. Breadcrumbs. Yeah. Literal specks of breadcrumbs and they eat that shit up. They're like, oh my god, she's flirting with me. She wants me. I'm gonna, like, you know, get in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely hard. <laughs> it's hard out here. It, it can get... And the thing is, you never know when it's gonna escalate. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful. Speak about escalating. Oh. Speaking about escalating. Oh my Goodbye. god. Goodbye. So we're being wholesome, taking some cute little Waikiki pictures in the street. Okay. <laughs> I go, take it away, Queen. Tell your perspective. And no, okay. So we're taking pictures and I was standing there and Ava was taking pictures of me. But next thing you know, behind me, I hear this guy like inches from my ear and he was like yeah she's a slut she's definitely a slut yeah she's slutty and he was so close to me and like i just didn't pay no mind because i just feel like when you like feed into Mm -hmm. the attention you never really know what's gonna happen and then his wife literally like started laughing and what did she say she was like yeah definitely slutty and they were uh, like so close to me no and, like drunk you, you and like did laughing not see how close they were i got so uncomfortable because he was inches away from touching you and i would have lost my shit if he like laid his hands on you yeah but it's like hello personal bubble mm-hmm. hello it was just <sighs> so disturbing and, mm. i started recording instantly and like Queen. i'm just like oh god to get the content you know what i mean but he like pointed at me even from afar and was like yeah definitely slutty the <laughs> worst part about that is the fact that the wife like chimed yeah. in which is so uncomfortable you know you have to protect <laughs> fellow women out there that is just no you know worse things have happened mm-hmm. like you live in new york city i've visited new york city quite a few times like you get catcalled you get whatever mm-hmm. you know it's unfortunately something that we have to deal with and it sucks but i don't know this one just bothered me because i don't like that happening here and that's why i don't go to waikiki often 
Yeah, that was like, I don't know. That was really intense. And you know his ass was like 35, 40 by. Yeah. And we were literally just taking pictures. Sorry, I I feel like I'm turning into the, I don't know if you listen to the What We Said podcast, but no. they always talk shit about men. <laughs> I feel like oh we're following God. in their I footsteps. Meanwhile, shit. they have like the most loving husbands, but it's fine. talking they have the most loving husbands not us i go we are not married <gasps> no let's talk about marriage no i'm just kidding <laughs> i do not so dude i hate that question God. when are you and connor getting ma- don't ask me that God. first of like, all the way you think i have the answer is funny <laughs> and second of all if i didn't have have the answer i'm not gonna like talk about that <laughs> yeah i don't know that's something for me that i definitely keep personal like Your relationships Yes. I mean, I post him a little here and there, as mm-hmm. you see, but for the most part, I mean, a lot of people always ask if we broke up and I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, eh, you know what? I'm just never going to really clarify. Like if you see him, you see him, but I don't know. I feel like it's good to have things that are just for you. Do you, have you ever like posted relationships? What's your vibe with that? Yeah. So I used to be in a relationship like two years ago and we were public and our breakup was also very much public. Ugh. But I mean, I feel like you and Connor have been together for so long that having some sense of privacy, but also continuing your job probably has been pretty helpful to you. Do you feel? Yeah. I mean, the only thing is that we do so much together that I'm like, okay, well, if we go like our California trip, I'm like, I'm not going to leave him out of it. Mm-hmm. Hello. But it's just funny because I feel like for most girls, when they post a boy on their Instagram, their followers drop. Like that's a common occurrence. But for me, why are those my most like pictures? I'm like, mm, should I keep posting? <laughs> my engagement's going up. It's just so it's horrible. juicy. It is. I think people are just curious. Like I, I get it. I'm a curious girl too. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of relationships, what are your like three to five top qualities in a guy? I'm actually really curious oh, about I this. I about this. I go, oh, Wait, yeah, I'm you don't sure have a you list? know first, so you should go. Oh, I go, shit. <laughs> um, Let's do three. Let's do three. Three? Okay. I go, everything's important, but these are the top three. Just a disclaimer, <laughs> you must be the full package. <laughs> You're like, Connor, stop listening. <laughs> oh, he doesn't listen to my stuff and he doesn't watch my stuff. Oh, Did you know okay. that? No, I kind of love know. that though because I feel free to like express mm. myself without. Oh, yeah. I'm, I prefer it anyway you know what i'm not gonna include like loyal trustworthy that's the The bare bare minimum minimum. like where's the bar literally Mm -hmm. what six feet under no (laughs) we're not gonna include shit like that because that's a given okay one Hmm. (laughs) you know what i feel like my answers are gonna be different than if i would would have answered it three years ago but i feel like now i love someone that is able to get really deeply emotional on a level that most guys are not willing to get because they don't know how to get there or they won't let you in that far like i love when a guy will let you in deep i think that's really important to me because i don't want surface level shit like you know i'm not trying to have a friend here like let's talk about stuff that you're scared to talk about i want to bring out your silly side that you know no one sees because when you hang around with the boys you act so tough it is, oh boy it is so funny seeing a guy act around you versus like his friends haha <laughs> stark difference but i love a guy that's not scared to be vulnerable with you because i feel like that's lacking you know which i get because it's really scary to be vulnerable with someone no matter if you're like whoever you are the boyfriend the girlfriend the partner whatever it's really hard to get vulnerable in relationships so i get that but i think that's something that's really like high on my list because if you can't get vulnerable it's like then what's the difference of the level you're on with your partner versus everyone else that you're just like friends with number two i really love when this is actually such a hard thing to answer a trait like because it feels so final is this like something you're looking into like something you're looking for in someone yeah something i'm looking for in someone 
Like, what's, like, important um, to you? I feel like this is such a no-shit answer, but somebody that is constantly keeping me inspired instead of plateauing and not, like, making me want to try new things or or think of things in a different way, kind of pick my brain. We were talking about this at dinner, mm-hmm. is that I feel like for me, when I know that I have a connection with someone is when, kind of like you were saying, we can have a conversation that is more than surface level, you know? And it's, like, you can really have those... I feel like this for everyone. You can have those... No, like deeper but, conversations yeah. that really make you think about the things that you say instead of a guy just being like agreeing with you at all times and you know what I mean like not actually expressing their thoughts you know somebody with just like their own personality I guess yeah, their own identity and they're not afraid identity, to like that's disagree word. with you mm-hmm. sometimes I think that's really cool yeah I think that's really cool I know I think that's really I don't know why I said use the word cool I, that's definitely something that might be lacking in this generation to be quite frank with you Obviously, I don't really talk to guys like that anymore, but Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes it's a little shallow. I mean, even with friends, I feel like that's important because we could have had nice idle chit chat the last 36 hours that we've been hanging out. But literally, as soon as we started getting a little deeper, I don't know how it happened. It just kind of happened naturally. But I don't know. In a cheesy way, it's like you really do feel your heart open up to them and like your energy like Mm -hmm. flows in more of like a special way because now i'm like that is my woman like you know not just like yes like she's a queen she's so pretty like no we dove in we dove deep and i feel like if you can do that in a relationship that's so important and special and will get you places (laughs) so we have vulnerability i said like inspiring Mm -hmm. honestly something for me i find is i have more of like a masculine take charge energy out of just my personality i feel like something that i look for in someone or i just naturally gravitate towards is someone that can make me feel more on my feminine side where you know i can let them take charge and i can put my trust in them because a lot of the times i'm weary and i'm like oh i need to plan this and oh i need to know what's going on and all this stuff because that's just how i'm like wired but when somebody can do that for me i feel like it brings out a different side of me that like a relationship should you know what i mean it should give you a different type of feeling than any of your other just like friendships or like family relationships you know yeah i feel that (laughs) i'm like is this a segment that we're just gonna cut i no, i'm not gonna cut it and i'm gonna like even leave this part into it's just funny because again i have no plans like coming into this podcast episode it is genuinely two friends talking i go Next one will be planned. But I feel like I love listening to stuff like this and I feel like people will like it because, I don't know, I think this is how real conversations go. It's not always like go with the flow. So it's fine, right? Yeah. And honestly, even with this conversation, it's really making me think, you know, because like these questions I don't ask My myself. My brain is working mm-hmm. so hard that's another important thing in a relationship they should make you think inspire think. you yeah. change your thought process because yeah. like if you are just i feel like i've had this and that's why i feel so deeply about it it's like when you're in a relationship where you feel so comfortable with doing the same thing every single day and you just feel so comfortable with just like yourself as a person i mean that's great but at the same time how do you know that you've experienced everything Mm -hmm. i guess because you're just so stuck in your comfort zone without even wanting to try to be a better person or try new things you know and i think that when somebody is constantly you know picking your brain and like when somebody is making you want to just i guess be the best version of yourself it girl i don't know where this is going (laughs) um okay ava jules maybe we cut that too all right keep going honestly you cannot ask me to pick three things that i think are most important i would need a solid business week 
to get back to you. I just, you want someone to be the full package and everyone wants different things out of a relationship. I don't know. Like I, I think even as my relationship forms, sorry, I just like cut you off. I go, no, hold no, no, on. No, 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 keep going. I like, as my relationship evolves and stuff, I want different things than I used to. So I don't know. It's different. Yeah. I was literally scared of boys for the past like nine months straight and didn't kiss one for almost a full year. I literally don't wow. even know I go, I'm do just you remember how to kiss? Right. I'm like just starting to interact with boys again. And I'm like, oh my God. I how forgot. is that? Okay. If you're willing to share with a group. How is it like? To be honest, I haven't thought about that yet. <laughs> I couldn't answer that question. I go, yeah. Because I always just hear the worst things about dating in New York City. But my fingers are crossed for you, girl. Uh, I'm about to come out here with a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just going to say the people in New York are just so interesting. Mm. Like everyone has something different going for them. And it's like, you never know what's going to happen. And I feel like everything is such in like, and I feel like everything is in such close proximity yeah. that it's like, all right, I mean, I guess it's only 10 minutes away, but living in any other city, I was like, you just tell me. You can me. make an excuse. I have to like get in my car yeah. and drive my like ass over to your place. Like, I think I'd rather not. But in New York, it's like, yeah, sure. I'll get a slice of pizza with you. Why not? You go, I'll get a slice of pizza. Uh, you go, I'll get free dinner. Yeah, right. For free. Right. I remember seeing this TikTok one time of this girl who literally strategically strategically planned her dates so that essentially every night she would have free dinner. <laughs> Master manipulation. Oh my gosh, I love that. I go, that is a girl boss move, to be honest. We love that. <laughs> Moving on to other topics. This is kind of random, but I thought it'd be fun to ask you because it was kind of like in my first podcast episode and I kind of find it fun to like ask people this question now. What is something that you want to start that you've been like scared to? Do you have anything that you like Loki would want to try at the moment? Yeah, shoddy. When I was younger, <laughs> I used to want to be a singer so badly. <gasps> I was going to say like you have been Loki like popping off with the little <laughs> notes. I noticed. No, you're getting more and more like... I go, as the days have gone by, no, literally, as the hours have gone by, you keep, like, getting louder. <laughs> I literally will just, like, sing to myself in my house and stuff like that. But I used to want to be a singer, but that is not the right I don't know taking. why I literally thought when I... Okay, this eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't understand. We have both been, like, closing our eyes this whole episode, <laughs> and silently we're making eye contact, and I'm uncomfortable. Anyway, for some reason, I thought my was this singer actor dancer i was like let's do this like crazy intricate tiktok dance and she goes i can't do that i was like what what do you mean and she goes i can't dance and i got so sad i go what do you mean can you sing and you go no and i go so what are you talented at that's actually a good question what are you talented at like what do you feel like are your talents you think i'm trying to like to my own horn right now. <laughs> like genuinely what do you feel like you possess? so i think i'm really good at the toe grip that i have at rock climbing i've been told that i have a really good toe Wait, grip do you pick up stuff with your feet is that just a filipino thing <laughs> i go oh is this niche no i don't but do you, you know do? how i mean i don't know how you think i just like go up my house and be like mm, can i pick up this pencil today no literally like Literally, I do not pick up things. Like, I don't bend down. I pick things up with my I toes. I think my toes would snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's so aggressive. Okay, no, but seriously, what do you, like, if you were to look at yourself from an outside perspective, like, what do you admire about yourself, I guess, is what I'm trying to ask. Like, any talents, any, not even, like, talents, but, like, maybe it's that you're super hardworking or that 
when you are dedicated to something, you just do it. Like, what's something that you admire about yourself? Or you can answer what you hate about yourself. (laughs) You know what's crazy? If I asked you, like, the question, what do you hate about yourself or what do you dislike, that answer would probably come so fast. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I hate that. I already Don't answer that one. Okay. No. No. We we don't want My social anxiety. Oh. Suddenly we segue into that. You know what? We might as well just segue. Yeah. (laughs) We might as well. I would never guess that you do. I would never guess sometimes i'll be like yeah i'm so good i'm so confident but then i'm like all right so my tell me why whenever you get in a group situation you literally mm-hmm. think everyone hates you i'm like that's not confidence girl and i'm like oh yeah it is was that wild what, is that what social anxiety is we were talking about this last night and i was just explaining it how it feels as if you genuinely shut down and don't know how to function it's the worst like in group settings specifically mm-hmm. i am such a one-on-one person and we both were like you're a one-on-one i'm a one-on-one i don't know it just it hits different and i feel like oh sorry uh, no you're good i just i feel like i can't function as well like i can't be myself something just doesn't work in group settings i get so anxious it's horrible sometimes the voice inside my head says everyone's judging you right now everyone Mm -hmm. hates you right now like every move you're making they're judging you and i'm like and then i start shutting down and not knowing how to act and then i don't talk and then people are like wow like she never really talks like i don't think she liked me or she's not like how she's in her videos like right she's just not that energetic person i'm like i just don't know how to talk y'all i don't know the right things to say right so then you get like re-nervous and it's just like a constant circle it's it's wild because i feel like i have missed out on a lot of things because of that which is such a bummer i was i say such a bummer it's it's such (laughs) a bummer bummer vibes (laughs) but it's i don't know i mean i have some friends who thrive socially and i admire that i think it's really great i look at them and i'm like i wish i could be like that because for me i don't know about you but my personal battery gets drained (gasps) hanging out with people i need to be alone and hibernate Girl, there's a reason why I've been doing, like, I literally, all my videos are all alone. Because I need at least 10 to 12 business days to recoup from hanging out with somebody. Lately, I've been pushing myself to yeah. the limits to try to put myself out there. But, like, I need my See, alone See, that's time. crazy because I would never know that or assume that you need, have, like, a social battery that, battery that gets drained because on the outside you look like such this social creature that like thrives, loves it. You kind of have that personality that's like punchy, witty, you know, you're clearly Aww. outgoing. It's just nuts hearing you say that because once again, you just never know. Like what you see on social media, you mm-hmm. really never know. Well, yeah, because like, like I was anxious as hell to meet you. Wait, really? I mean, not like super bad. I, when I was vlogging before I picked you up, I was like, I, my heartbeat, I almost not like a panic attack heartbeat, but like my heartbeat was beating so aggressively, but I wasn't nervous. I was just like, oh, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is like a new person. It's scary, but some people don't feel like that, which is so And they're just wild. so eager because mm-hmm. in my head before I meet someone, I'm like, what are they going to think of me? What are Let's they already think of me? Let's plan what to say. Yeah. I've met people who are almost like the opposite of me where they don't like to be alone and they love to be social and thrive in that situation. But I don't know. I feel like I'm the opposite of that where I don't know. I mean, it's so weird because I have never really been like a huge group person type of gal, I guess. I've never really thrived in that situation, but I also wasn't always good at being alone because I didn't learn how to do that for a while. So I was stuck in this like this loop. Where yeah, you're like, oh it's my gosh, weird. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I don't know if you have experienced this, you just know that feeling when you're in a huge group and you just feel like 
you want to just like cocoon yourself in it's the worst i don't i don't know i mean i think i have gotten better but then again it's been a while since i've been in a big group (laughs) but i don't know it used to be really bad dude really yes like i how do you feel like mm. it's you've i guess overcome it in a way or like controlled it a little bit better i go oh am i being interviewed suddenly to be honest i feel like what really helped me was taking myself out of my own head and trying to stop planning every possible outcome of the Mm -hmm. situation in the way that i used to plan everything that i was going to say what to ask what to answer you know just try to jump ahead so much to like get ahead of the game because I was so anxious. I wanted to like have everything planned out. And so I kind of let go of the expectation, just let things happen. And I was like, you know what? If there's certain things someone doesn't like about me, that's fine. I don't need to like put on an act. If I'm a little bit anxious, like that's also fine. And I noticed that the more I opened up about it, the more I had people being like, oh, I get like that too. And you would just never know. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel with you. Because I would have never known. Yeah, right now I'm listening to this and I'm like, wait, I need to take this advice because I don't even know how to handle it. You know, to me, I grew up without anxiety, but I feel like as I have gotten a little bit older and honestly, just like within these past year, I have developed so much more anxiety but i'm like where did this come from so so this is something super new to me i feel like because i used to be that annoying outgoing loud kid and now all of a sudden i feel like i've slowly been turning into an introvert but i'm like is that a good thing or do i need to leave my house more often uh i mean balance is honestly key because Mm -hmm. i have done the extremes to the point where as soon as i figured out how to thrive being alone i was like great alone and then i didn't have social interaction for so long which like wasn't good for me because Mm -hmm. I thought I was like doing myself a favor by being alone because I thought that's what I needed. But it honestly, I don't know, it just came down to balance because I was like, wait, I really need human connection. And so that was like one of my goals this year, honestly. And even just like having you over was almost like a big step for me because I'm like, wow, like I am letting someone stay with, me. you know, it's yeah. not just like a casual four hour little dinner. Mm-hmm. I was like proud of myself for that. So it's honestly all about little wins. Take baby steps. I feel like honestly just saying yes to doing it, you know, because for me, I felt the same way. I just kind of stayed in my house and I was so comfortable with doing that. But I would go on social media and see everybody with friends hanging out in groups of people. And I'd be like, oh, wait, like, why Mm -hmm. am I not doing anything with anyone? Like, am I lame for that? And of course I wasn't. But I was like, okay, so how do I have how do I get friends? And I was like, I don't know my maybe actually say yes to hang out with somebody instead of pushing that plan off for like, I don't even know how many weeks and then just never doing it. You know what I mean? Actually following up with people instead of just being like, all right, that was cool. And then just go back into my apartment and never come out again. So I think just forcing myself to like hang out with people say yes ask people to actually do things and like make time for it in my schedule instead of just being like i'm too busy i have Mm -hmm. other things to do anyways because i feel like those connections you have with people and being able to share experiences and memories is like one of the most valuable things you know what i mean no i agree i mean also even just knowing that no one is over analyzing you the way you're analyzing yourself dude Oh my gosh. I just get frustrated because I'm like, why did I think, why did I think I had all that attention on me? Literally no one probably gave one single shit, but like it's all internal. It's like this mind game. You know what I mean? Well, cause in our heads, I think that something that really put it into perspective, even though I'm trying to, you know, learn and constant, like I'm still dealing with myself is that in my head, whenever I hang out with people, I'm like, oh, I should be like this and I should be mm-hmm. saying these things and I'm not acting right. My body posture isn't right. Like all these things, I should be like that. But when somebody sees us, they don't think of, you know, all of the things that we should be doing. They just see us for how we are, not the, oh, she'd be so much better if 
she was saying this and she'd be so Mm -hmm. much better if she'd be saying this it's more like they just kind of take it as it is you know what I mean but in our heads we think that they can see this like potential that we create in our heads of what we should be like nobody sees us what we should be like think of your best friend right now think of your mom right now when you think of her you just think of her as who she is and her personality traits you don't think of her as oh she'd be so much better if she just listened a little bit better she'd be so much better if she if she had a little bit more outgoingness she'd be so much better if this you just see them as you know your best friend as your they mom come. yeah that's such a good point of view it's just we beat ourselves up over stuff like that so much but i think to anyone listening to this it's mostly an internal battle and i've mm-hmm. had to realize that about social anxiety like it's a lot of it's internal and it can be improved on i promise you that because mine used to be almost crippling to the point where I would have like attacks of panic. You know what I mean? It was really scary and I felt like I couldn't function. And I closed myself off to so many friendships, opportunities because of stuff like that. And basically what I'm trying to tell you is that it's possible to get better at it. And the only way you kind of like improve on it is by, I don't know, dipping your toes into being a little more like social. I know it's scary. It's like, how do you even start? But I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own journey with it. I just feel like I, like you said, I started saying yes to more things yeah because i feel like just with anything the more practice you get the better you get at Mm -hmm. it and you can't improve your social anxiety if you don't sitting alone in your room like thinking about it yeah also the people that you want in your life good wholesome friends that mean a lot to you they're not going to judge you if you have you know if you stutter over your words or you say something a little weird i promise they're not thinking of you like that again your mind can sometimes be your own worst enemy and the friends that you're going to make are going to love you for who you are even if you know sometimes you get a little anxious it's okay yeah and i think something for me is that i tend to go through like different waves where i'll like be super in my own head but just like love being alone but then i'll be like all right it's time to go outside and like make some friends and i think right now that's the phase that i'm in but it's also not yeah it's also not bad to like feel like you kind of just need to be with yourself and collect your thoughts because sometimes i feel like it can be overwhelming not even know what you're feeling or what how you're processing things and just like being able to sit alone like with your thoughts and be like all right how am I actually doing and then being able to like go out there and then finally like be like all right this is being sure with yourself I guess sometimes you're just like I just need to be alone right now you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. the whole living alone like you were saying like you can just for the first three months you just never really hung out with people and you just felt so okay with that you know what I mean right and then I got to a point where I was like I need human connection everything in life needs a balance and I almost just abused that balance in a way where the scale was just so heavily alone Mm -hmm. I was just like I need human interaction I'm eating myself alive in my own thoughts sometimes yeah I don't know I think balancing everything Everything. in life yeah no I love that we talked about that because like I said when we first started and opened up this conversation I would never think that about you and I don't think people thought that about me until I opened up about it you know because you see one thing online you never know how people are feeling behind the scenes and how they're I don't know, actually feel about stuff in real life. So thanks for opening up about that because people don't really like to talk about it because it's scary, you know? I don't have anything left to add to that because it's currently 1.30 a.m. <laughs> I have never done a late night podcast, dude. I will not be doing it again. <laughs> They're going to be like, why are they so slow in the brain right now? Hello? You know when your brain just feels like a black pit? There's not one thought. I close my eyes. Dude. I close my eyes and I can see the... Just no, you know what's the issue? It's when we don't speak as soon as we think and we like hold our thoughts in and then the thoughts get like sucked into the black hole. 
and yeah. then they're gone forever. Yeah. There's so many good thoughts I've had during this episode that will never just, be heard. Yeah, just they're just gone forever. Up. I'm so sad. No, I'll start talking and then all my thoughts have already dissipated before the words <laughs> <Yes>. get out. <laughs> Quality <sighs> content from people who've been on the internet. Well, you know what? I'm a new podcaster and this is your first one. So I, I would say we're doing pretty well. I'm proud of us. Oh, yeah. I actually wonder what people are going to think. They're gonna, yeah, I really do. I'm like, they go, are you all going to be mm-hmm. like, they talk too much? <laughs> you know what, though? I know all the girlies out there listening. When you have sleepovers with your friends and you're like lying in your bed at night, I know you guys just like chit chat about stupid stuff until like you just decide it's yeah it's fine time to just shut your mouths and actually close your eyes and go to sleep wait is that our cue to like go to bed wait is the podcast episode over i don't know i feel like there's so much we could talk about but you know what that just means maybe we'll maybe we need to do another episode for like an actual episode what would an actual episode be i go oh you know i have my structured ass like thought yeah, out I'm like, hey guys welcome to my healthy girl habits <laughs> i go hey don't spoil it that was what oh. we were supposed to do <laughs> genuinely if you guys enjoyed this like i don't think you guys realize this but when me and ava were hanging out like all day today and yesterday we're constantly just reading your guys' mm-hmm. comments out loud and stuff like that and we really do read a lot of our comments and it means so much to us because i feel like we built a community online so like if you guys actually genuinely love hearing us talk together like let us know like you listening to this podcast right now i know you may be like oh like they don't know who i am we know who you are if you comment (laughs) something girl i will read that like i like let us actually know what you think because i think we both genuinely really care (laughs) the way you just cut off so fast no i completely agree i mean (laughs) that was my passionate shit coming out i was like please comment i want to know your thoughts the amount of comments and like dms that we read that we don't get a chance to respond to but like we talk about in real life no you know what for i mean real. i think it's so funny because people just think that they go unnoticed or whatever the amount of times they i just read don't. comments and just never like them or never respond but like i just see them and i scroll through so many we just read them out loud and we're just like wow it's so crazy actually me and ava both said this but i've never had so many people in my dms or in my <gasps> comments be yes. so excited for me to be with somebody do y'all watch both of us or are y'all just an ava stan like what's the vibe because i mean for me i have not had a reaction like that since you go to old 2018 days i'm not gonna you, you guys know but like what i was astonished i mean i know you're a comfort youtuber for so many people i go and i get told that i am a comfort youtuber <laughs> but like you know what i think i think people watch you for like funny ass entertainment and then they watch me to like calm vibes dude put it together beautiful right it's like if you're just it trying hits. to chill and like relax for your day and like you know like have a good vibe you click on ava's if you're really bored that's when you click on mine you're like I go okay well clearly a lot of people are bored more than they want to be <laughs> anyway moral of the story if you want more of us together, please let us know because we love feedback with everything. I go, unless it's mean, I don't want that. Please. I mean, okay, listen, I know you guys usually get like structured, inspiring. You know what? You know, I think this episode was inspiring. I'm just overthinking it because I didn't have like an outline for it, but that's okay. You know what? It's fine. We spoke from the heart. Oh, I edge. hope you guys know if you guys want to visualize this right now. Imagine Ava's office my suitcase is sprawled out on the floor Both. we're sitting on the carpet with some hoodies on 
horrible posture she's so bad and we've just closed our eyes well i don't know about you but i closed my eyes and i just have been literally in this mic like eating it up but just (laughs) oh my gosh okay guys let ava know who she should have on next (laughs) anyway next week we will get back to regular scheduled programming but shout out to you girl for coming on like they literally leave in a few hours not a few hours but like tomorrow morning Thank you so. so much for having me. This was such a good first experience. I actually wonder so badly what... Podcast virginity has been <laughs> snatched, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, what are people going to say? I've I never know. like read my comments. I mean, read comments on somebody else's platform. Be Ooh. nice. No, I go, they're nice. Okay, good. Literally the best people. Okay. If you're listening to this, I hope you have an amazing day. And I don't know. I hope you enjoyed our honest and just like random ass thoughts that came at 12 a.m. It's now 1 a.m. Wait, question. What's your guys' what's your fan base name? Oh, I don't have one. I don't Ava Jewel and Eaters. Oh wait, do you have one? No way. Yeah. They're yeah. they're my little families. They're part of the oh, family. And yeah. I'm their like mommy. <laughs> they're like they're they're the family. That makes sense. I don't yeah. have a fan base name. I think I... No, I definitely used to when I was, like, younger. The Believers. Stop. I go... I was a part of that cult. Um, <laughs> We didn't get a chance to watch the Justin Bieber... Fudge. Oh, no. I guess that's going to have to be the next <gasps> time Ava's in New York. Uh, 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 coming soon? Question mark, exclamation point. Wait, Exciting another podcast episode coming? coming soon? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. What was I saying? Oh, no. I don't have a fan base name. I don't think they want to be called anything. Like, the Julian Eaters? No. I go, with that being said, I think we're going to exit out of the podcast here. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, guys. Oh, I go, not that she needs the shout out, my successful, thriving, skyrocketing queen, but <laughs> definitely check out my fam on YouTube. Check out her Instagram. She's been, ooh, if you do, I go, you better look out on both of our Instagrams because <laughs> we went through it to get some tonight yes oh. like the way ava was stanced up taking a picture being the same location for 30 minutes in front of hundreds of college yeah. students that oh was so interesting you actually brought out like i get really nervous about stuff like you you haven't seen my nervous ooh, you haven't seen my nervous side but you saw it today for sure i get like I that was me getting social anxiety so many people i brought a whole tripod to the beach set up the self-timer and stood there for like 30 minutes taking pictures on a self-timer with her It was good, though. My confidence is boosted. No, that inspired me a lot. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. That was everything on on my my mind. mind.